loving you. Good morning, good noon, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. My name is Luke, and this is Nickel Park, a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. A swell post-dusk to you all. My name is Joshua Foote, and I am also a tour guide. Good midnight to you, folks. I am Ben, and I am actually the tour guide, tour bus mechanic. I shifted, I made a lateral move outside of the vehicle. Okay. And under the hood. Do we let you still ride in it, or do we, or do, you, or is it like a a garbage man where you have to hold on to the side on the outside? Yeah, I'm kind of like like there on the back. There's the like trowel, there's mm-hmm. the gas can, and then there's me, and I'm just mm-hmm. sort of strapped in there like you might strap a dolly on the back of a jeep. <laughs> okay, so if we need like on the run repairs, you do it like R two D two style, and mm-hmm. we just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I'm actually facing forward, so my butt is facing the back of the car, and my mm-hmm. head's over the top of the tour bus. Nice. And I'm just yelling things the whole time. Wow! <laughs> like that. See, I also, I, I don't know why we didn't go with the hood-mounted bin, because, you know, like, Jeeps, they have, like, the, the big red jack? Yes. Yeah. Just okay. across, that's what I, and I thought it was fitting with the red hair. We just lay you across the hood. That would be good. I'd be close. I'd have to do less work to get to the engine. When you said hood, I was thinking like like a grill or like a hood ornament. Like yeah, just that's what I was like imagining. a teddy bear on the front of a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> that's some Mad Max stuff right there. That's some Mad Max. We should design our own couch bus. Yeah. For doing safaris in. But it has to, I want it to keep the same dimensions. Like, I don't want, like, a four-foot couch. I would like this tour bus to be a couch, couch wide. One couch wide? I'm kind of picturing, like, just a school bus, mm-hmm. limo style, with couches throughout the entire thing facing each other. But how are you going to mm. see the nature? They got to face out. Oh, it's gotta I forgot be it's a tour bus. School was... bus, but all the couches are in the middle back to back. Right. It's like a booth at a restaurant where you have two like booths back to back. Ooh, booths! Booths is good. Booths is maybe the best. Yeah, bo- I like booths. Or a booths guided safari. They're nah. they're still normal style, facing inward, but everyone mm-hmm. has a periscope that uses mm-hmm. mirrors, and you look backwards. Okay, and then that way you can still, when you're not ready to look at nature, you can still look at your friends who are. I would mm-hmm. get so much vertigo. So fast. Uh, Vertigo would hit me so hard if I was looking sideways the wrong ways out of a moving vehicle. What if the entire thing is made of plexiglass? No obstructed view, any direction. I've wondered multiple times why they don't make cars with plexiglass bottoms. Wouldn't that be cool to just see the road and stuff underneath? I think that's cool. Yeah. You definitely, I feel like, be able to line yourself up in between the lines easier. Yeah, because if you see one, you're like, ooh, oh, too far. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it wrong. <sighs> what y'all do? What y'all do this weekend? This weekend? I went to ooh. a rock quarry. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and it was medium excitement level. Oh. Um, it was just was water, it- and it cost $25 to go in. Did you yeah. get to jump off anything? There was, yeah, there was like a platform thing that they had built. It was maybe like mm-hmm. 15 feet tall or so. Mm-hmm. 
So it was okay. But the real treat was there was this guy there who was like a semi-professional diver and was doing a mm-hmm. bunch of tricks. And we just watched most of the time. Just sat in the water and watched this dude. That's pretty he cool. He was incredible. When you said diver, I was thinking like scuba diver. Like he was, I thought he was... Um, like, cause you know how most rock quarries, you can get like your scuba certification there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did have scuba tickets. Cause apparently there's a bunch of, it's, it was one where it like got flooded real, like as a surprise. So there's mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff down there. Um, so right. people go on scuba as a surprise. Adventures. Well, you know, like, like they were digging whoa. and they, yeah, they were digging and they found water and it just filled up real fast. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. How would it feel to be that guy that hit it? Oof. Or would it be, would all your coworkers be like, ah, nice going, dude. Now we get the day off and we get to go for a little swim <laughs> in the middle of the day. Um, Day off, but also the future of your employment is in jeopardy. True. You could almost drown yourself and then try to get workers comp out of it. Just don't swim up quite as fast as you maybe could. Oh, man. I hit the water. I hit the water main and then fell out of the the front loader face first in the two inches of water. And you know how that goes. Almost drowned. That's the story. That's what he says when that's, he gets back to his man. That sounds good. What'd you do, Ben? I don't know. I forgot. Let's see. Saturday, I cleaned some. Mm, the house nice good yep and then i uh did a workout and then i did when then oh my sister graduated that was that did happen nice i said that like the other stuff maybe didn't happen i should have said that Uh also happened (laughs) that happened the other things i was lying about yeah, it was a good. Those are all very good and very funny. Yes. It was yeah, right, exactly. There's really nothing. I did nothing <laughs> worth talking about. Uh Oh, hey, there's all. something we could Actually, well, Josh, you didn't get to go. Oh, I waterboarded an ostrich. What were you saying? Nice. So, me and Kevin both got emails today from our apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I'm not going to find it. Basically, we're doing unit inspections starting some day, and mm-hmm. it'll be at random times, and they said, just leave your doors unlocked. Uh, S- starting a certain day. They didn't give an end date. They didn't give a time that would be coming. They just said, we'll be doing inspections, leave your doors unlocked, and keep your pets locked up or whatever. What? And gave no details about what they were inspecting. Okay, no. so what are they so what are they actually doing? That's what I'm wondering. I think this is a scam from from not from your from your apartment people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, did you verify the email address? I didn't. I mean, what are the what's they should have a key to your apartment. Right. There's no yeah, way I'm I sure would they leave do. my unit unlocked ever for any reason, even if that email is legit. You should never leave your unit unlocked. Yeah, it says, please ensure pets are secure where applicable and privacy locks slash security alarms are disengaged. So I guess not your house locks if anyone has okay. extra. But yeah, it just says the inspections will start as early as 9 a.m. and run through 5 p.m. starting August uh, 13th. I bet you they got an anonymous tip 
somebody got an anonymous tip that somebody's growing something they shouldn't in one of the apartments, and now they're cooperating with the police department to just start searching. I bet it is. But what are they growing? Because I think probably kudzu. That stuff's Invasive dangerous. Invasive species, yeah. What is, what's kudzu? So the stuff that's, uh, you see like on the highway when you're driving through Georgia and Alabama and it just is coated in vines. It's like a big weed, like a big viney. It's big, big viney weed. weed takes over. Oh. It comes from Vietnam, I think. Sure. Yeah, I'm Asia. pretty sure a bunch of like Vietnam soldiers brought it back for their ladies, and then it just took over everywhere. Right. You killed all of them. Mm-hmm. Because it's so fast. Maybe, maybe they're haunted. Ooh. And they're getting a uh, an exorcism mist. They're up getting Ghostbusters up in there. Mm-hmm. If Bill Murray shows up to my apartment, it'll all be worth it. Yeah, I think you should stay home every day from August 13th until they. It's search your apartment. I want to. Like, I want to be here when they do it, but they said it's from 9 to 5, which is exactly the time when I'm not here. <laughs> Are you the only one that got this? No, well, at least me and Kev. Dear Mr. Bu- uh, apartment Renter. <laughs> you should just put... This is, this is a great opportunity. Some may see it as an inconvenience. I suggest that this is a great opportunity to put some really wacky stuff in your apartment. (laughs) (laughs) To really throw them for a loop. Like, they come in and there's a carousel horse in your living room. We do still have our Christmas tree up. That'll help. That's pretty pretty good. good. You should just leave, like, all of your clothes, like, every article of clothing you own, just leave it, like, on the floor. Ah, yeah. I'll go ahead and get, get that out. Because it's not that way right now. Right. That's what I was saying. You should do it because it would be such a goof. Yeah, what a prank. Too bad you don't know when they're coming. And this would take a lot of sacrifice on your all's part. But you could fill a bunch of cups with water and leave them all over Mm. your house. Oh, yes. That would be so good. I guess you could leave, like, creepy classical music playing all day, every day. Just Mm. from 9 to 5, just in case that they come in so that they'll be terrified. That's kind of a good thought. Just like ha- some... if it's not haunted, haunt it yourself. Yeah, I think you should haunt your own apartment for the next couple months. I don't have any creepy like. I mean, I could definitely get some music going throughout the house, but I don't have any creepy, you know, props or uh, mm. items. I think I think less is more in that. Res- I think you maybe just need like one big knife, one, <laughs> and it's stuck <laughs> in a butcher block on your counter. And there is some red liquid. Okay. And maybe it's not blood, but it is. Who's to say? You could, instead of doing anything physical, just go pure psychological and play the play the Joker. You know how the Joker has his own music from The Dark Knight? Yeah. And it's just one long note. Like, uh-huh. it, it is one note, and all it does is change, like, intensity. You could just mm-hmm. play that on repeat. I kind of like that. And then just maybe like one candle in the middle of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now they would get you for the open flame while you're mm. not home, but maybe no, it's electric. I would, I would be home. They just wouldn't know where. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple of dolls. dolls That's what, see, dolls was my first thought, but I don't own any. Dolls are easy to acquire, though. 
Yeah, I bet your parents have some in deep storage or somewhere. Yeah. Probably. Your grandma's probably got some. Oh, my grandma has a lot. She has like yeah. a cabinet full and it's yeah. actually mm-hmm. creepy. Dude, that's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> we we uh we spent the night uh, Ivy and I spent the night at her grandparents' house in Illinois, and they have uh, like a sweet basement with a spare bedroom in it. And in that spare bedroom, there's like a bassinet, like for babies. And mm-hmm. in that bassinet, there is the most terrifying doll I've ever seen. And Ivy walked over and picked it up and showed me that it was a reversible doll. You what? would flip what? the skirt the other way, and there was another top half under the skirt so you had like a nighttime daytime doll it was two there was two top halves and the skirt you just flipped to whichever side you wanted did it not have legs no legs it had no legs it was two tops sewn together in the middle and then a skirt that you could like cover one top half up what do you mean by nighttime and daytime baby i don't know i think they were different colors or something like the dress Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> whoops! <laughs> uh, sort of a light dark thing going on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> color. That's terrifying. See, that I is... thought you were gonna say like it was a girl, like long hair on one side, and then like a boy on the other side, so you could, you know, whichever you were feeling that day. Mm. But either a boy in a skirt or a girl in a skirt. Right, yeah. No. Maybe it's a kilt. The, He's a Scottish mm-hmm. Scottish boy. The worst dolls are the dolls that I think all of our sisters had, the baby dolls with the eyes mm-hmm. that close yes. when you turn them flat. Mm-hmm. Those are the And worst. then after like two years of using it, one of them is just stuck. Yeah, and then it's full Toy Story horror show. Yeah. That's really spooky because my grandmother also has a bassinet in her bedroom. In the house, like in the house that we would go visit, and it was her bassinet, like the one she had as a child, and she also kept not a reversible baby, but a very lifelike doll mm. in it at all times. Do they just not? I guess they didn't grow up with the same sort of horror films that we have grown up with. So to them, it's mm. like sweet and cute, and to us, it is traumatizing. Right. Uh, can we do a quick pause just for any? Um I'll say morons out there who don't know what a bassinet is, and <laughs> and let let's just define it for them, right? So yeah. that they know. That's and a that, good call. So that they're on the same page as me and you guys. That's a good call. Way to alienate our listenership by yeah. calling them morons. Mm-hmm. Luke, if you want to just you kick it off, and then I'll kind of bring oh, you it want around. me to describe? Yeah, it? I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll bring it home. Okay, um, I'm sure your grandma's got one. So the bassinet, it, it's. You guys know what a basset hound is, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of dog. So, it's a girl, one of those? Yep. Right, a girl dog. Yeah. yeah. And maybe a bassoon. I think that's an instrument. I don't know what one is. I'm the moron. A bassin <laughs> is a male basset hound, and a bassinet mm. is the female. <laughs> right. It's like uh, like uh, like a small crib. Yeah, it's like a rocking a rocking crib. Yeah, you know, you ever seen Lady in the Tramp? Yep, that mm-hmm. is exactly what I was thinking. It's you know the baby is in a basset a basset hound is about what the I baby called it. In, you remember that part? Yeah, and then the rat tries to attack it for whatever reason, and then Lady has to kill the rat. I'll be That's honest, I remember like one part from that movie, and it's the one everyone knows. 
We are Siamese, if you please. Is that what you're thinking of? Nope. It was the spaghetti dog's kissing uh, part. Yeah, I closed my eyes for that because kissing is gross. Good, as you should. I still close my eyes for kissing. <laughs> 25-year-old man with a wife and a baby. I close my eyes for kissing scenes. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant actual kissing. I was like, that's kind of <laughs> normal. <laughs> no, then I'm they're wide open for that. Um, <laughs> do you remember in the Aristocats when mm-hmm. where they sleep at night in the mm-hmm. old lady's house in the beginning? Because that's a bassinet, too. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Not the scene where they sleep in the truck with the milk cartons. Mm-mm. Not that one. Or the abandoned house Mm-mm. with the piano. That's not the time we're talking about. I'm just going to have to look this thing up because y'all are not helping me know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, you, ever seen, uh, you ever seen Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> <laughs> well, when Maleficent going. comes up and she's going to give a birthday present to Aurora. Mm-hmm, Aurora's mm-hmm. in a bassinet when, she's, when she gives her the curse. That's okay, so it looks like a basket for a baby. Mm-hmm. More or less. You ever seen you ever seen the Prince of Egypt? That's like a water bassinet. Oh yes. Okay. There now that one connects. <laughs> That's I like understand a water, that. a water bassinet, minus the rocking stand part. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got it mm. now. I also looked up a picture so that also okay. helped made the connection. I kinda want to look up reversible baby now. Reversible I, baby. I am doll. too interested in knowing what reversible baby comes up with. Alright, I'm gonna do reversible baby doll. No, I'm just I, doing reversible baby. I typed in reversible <laughs> okay. baby and up popped reversible baby Yoda, reversible baby blanket, reversible baby carrier. So I will click on a reversible baby Yoda and we'll all talk about what we found. Alright, so what I'm seeing are just regular babies. They're nothing's reversed. They mm-hmm. they have head, body, legs. Standard. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm... Disappointed. That's kind of what I'm seeing here. Oh, no, I have found an antique kind of like knit uh, reversible baby doll. And it is it, it specifically says day doll, night doll. Boom. Totally crushed it. Yeah, one's got its eyes closed, one's got its eyes open. Hmm. So there you go. I found a reversible oh. baby Patagonia beanie. Hmm. Uh... It's $35. It's in stock. $35 for a baby beanie? (laughs) I could just cut my sock in half and we'd be good to go. True. Yikes. What'd you find for Yoda, Ben? Uh, This is wild. There's apparently, like, this is a whole thing. Reversible baby Yodas. They're like little plush toys. I don't Mm -hmm. know how they reverse is the problem I'm facing. But basically, there's like a happy Yoda on one end and there's a sad Yoda on the other. And they're different shades of green. Like one is noticeably bluish, and the and the unhappy one is green, green Yoda color, and the happy one is like a light blue. I don't remember. Oh, have you ever seen The Mandalorian, Luke? Uh, I've seen two episodes. All right. Well, you know what Baby Yoda's in the little carrying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a space bassinet. Ah, oh, yeah, it is. Good. It definitely is a space yeah. bassinet. Um, this is horrifying. I'm going to just copy this and send it to you in the Slack. Oh Look in the oh, chat put at this horrifying thing. Oh, whoa. Ooh. They got the eyes all mm. wrong. They got the nose. And look at the fingernails. They're so yellow. 
He's really he's like he aged a hundred years and changed species. This is like the Dollar Tree Yoda. Yeah, for sure it's Dollar Tree Yoda. Yikes. Anyway. Mm. Now right. that we're done talking about bassinets in our grandparents' houses, would you all mm-hmm. like to go make some money? Boy howdy would I. Yes, I am poor. Alright folks, welcome to the ad booth, the part of the show where we do ads. This week we are sponsored for our Go Big. We are sponsored by an organization by the name of Sharpie. Um, I'm sure you have heard of them. They make uh, pens, markers, and and the like. They make Sharpies. Yeah, they make Sharpies. You've seen the Sharpie. You've been to Walmart. You know what a Sharpie looks Permanent like. Permanent felt-tipped markers. Yeah. So Sharpie is uh, pretty much a staple in... I would say schools in general, um, but of course, uh, middle school and high school is a big part of, of the schooling, you know, your time spent in school, a mm. lot of it is middle school, high school. And another thing that goes great with middle school and high school is, of course, Axe Body Works. Now, Sharpie is doing a collab with Axe Body Spray for the perfect middle schooler, high schooler scent. Mm. Um if you guys are like me, I'm sure you loved to the the simple guilty pleasure of giving that Sharpie a good little... Mm, so good. Uh, Luke, I see you've raised your hand in the, um, in the Skype meeting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not good with technology. Okay. Uh, anywho, and Axe is, of course, a big, a big part of high school. Uh, you spray that on, and you are ready for... Uh, the winter ball. So, anywho, they're doing a collab. They're doing a collab uh, where you have the power of Sharpie and the mm. uh, the aerosol power of Axe. And what I mean, it's you can't tell me there's there's no better match made in heaven. Um, and they sent us a little sample, um, a flight, a flight of sprays. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm curious to know what you boys what you boys thought of it. Huge fan. Uh, I love the way in that in the same way that Sharpies are permanent, this stuff is permanent. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you spray it on and it, I've gone 14 days Mm. still smelling fresh, fresh, like a fresh, like fresh, like you just cracked the top of a new Sharpie. Mm. Also, I haven't also. Another cool thing, haven't sweat out of my pits in 14 days. Hmm. That's a plus. Yep. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, I like the uh, the travel one where they actually just put Axe inside of like a Sharpie pen sized canister for for your traveling convenience. Um, so if you're, you're on the go and you don't have space for like a whole can of Axe, you can just keep one pen in your pocket and if you need to freshen up, you can. Um, that's really convenient. Yeah, that's especially good for those hard to reach places. And also, we've all tried. I know we've all tried. Like you know how you wish that you could smell Axe all day long, and so sometimes you'd take the can and you just shoot it up your nostril, but it was like mm-hmm. way too powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice with the travel one because you can just shove that up there, kind of wiggle it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Much more convenient, does less damage to your brain. 
Yeah, I use the uh, I use the axe pen on Moses because his ears smell so bad. I just yammed one of these bad boys down there and just kind of and he's been smelling nice and sharpie for for a while now. All right, well. That's going to do it for us, uh, for Sharpie. Uh, if you want to, you can check them out at sharpie-axe.com for your first uh, Sharpie pen or axe pen, however you want to look at it. Uh, totally free, 100% free. Um, and yeah, and that's if you use the promo code NICKELPARK. So go check them out. After we go big, we like to go home. This week, we are sponsored by a local louisville pizza company this is a new pizza company uh and it is it's super exciting it's especially exciting because it's very applicable Mm -hmm. applicable applicable to me and my wife in our current scenario vis-a-vis our dairy and soy free child uh yeah so the name of this company is all free the name of this company is so the name of this company is All Free, uh, which you might say that's like a weird name for pizza. It should be like Bellissimo or Fabio's <laughs> Pizza or something like that. But it's called All Free because it is free of pretty much everything ever that you like. Mm-hmm. It's dairy free, gluten free, soy free, nut free, which feels weird to call out, but it is nut free. Uh, yeah. Basically, all the egg-free, all the allergens that people commonly deal with and struggle mm. with, it's free of them. Yeah. And you, you may be wondering, okay, so does it have, uh, does it have wheat? No. Does it have gluten of any sort? No. Does it have oregano? Of course not. Tomatoes? Absolutely not. Get those out of here. Pretty much anything that you can think, like, hey, does this come on this pizza? It does not. And that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, super good for people with allergies of any kind. It is it is the hypoallergenic pizza, right? It's the golden doodle of pizza. I will go um, here. I'm going to just read off the ingredients. I'm, I'm looking at a box right here. I'll read off the ingredients for the crust. Uh, number one on the list, tree bark. That's so nice. Number two, you got Lego shavings. Also a delight. Recycle. That's, you know, you got to. Um, and then third, and this is great because it's, it's so few ingredients, you don't have to worry about it. Um, Italian. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's all you need in your, in your crust. You got tree bark, uh, Lego dustings, and Italian. Oh, shoot. I forgot. It's meat-free. Obviously. Obviously meat-free. Right. Right. Um, there are meat alternative options, but it is it is meat free. Um, you you guys haven't mentioned yet one of the greatest benefits about it, and that is the um, the weight loss mm. that you can expect yes. while eating this pizza. Because I would say about ninety nine point four percent of it passes just straight through your body because none of it contains nutrients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get all the taste and the flavor. Mm-hmm. Without all those calories and sugars and um, you know things that you need to sustain life with, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so nice because you can eat with no guilt. I had thirteen of them last night. Yeah, they're yeah they're light. I mean, you can really you can really pound them. Mm-hmm. All right, so what everybody? Let's go around and let's name our favorite topping. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'll start. I like uh, the bone meal. That's probably my favorite part. I like the bone meal. The bone meal topping. It's like a fantastic cheese replacement. Mm, so good. I really like the water. Mm, yes. Agreed. It's re- It's like, uh, it's just really good because they have, you know, like fresh mozzarella. It comes in like clumps. Mm. That's how they have it on, on, the, on their water pizza. Just like puddles yeah. on your pizza. And when you hit one of those, oh, fresh. Mm. So good. Oh, have you guys, uh, have you tried, I think the new one, it was, um, it's just shredded gum instead of the cheese. And that does, that does go straight through you, but it's kind of chewy like you'd maybe think cheese might be mm-hmm. if you'd never had cheese before. Luke, did you have a favorite topping there? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite topping. I have a favorite crust and that's, I know that for sure. And that's mm-hmm. corkboard. Uh, because it, it, there's a similar texture, mm-hmm. but without all those, you know, calories and stuff. Right. It's ding dang calories. And when you, if you dip it in enough garlic butter, it, it's worth it. Which they make by just sweet talking garlic for a while and then <laughs> smashing it. Yeah. So this place is, uh, open. <laughs> Uh, from 11 to midnight Monday through Saturday and uh, they're closed on Sundays because that's when they go out and riot so get there Monday through Saturday if you show up and use then just mention that you listen to Nickel Park they'll give you uh, a a free pizza Howdy, folks. Welcome to the unconventional solutions portion of this podcast. Uh, if you're paying attention, last week we came up with the concept of if time, machi- if time machines were real and we had access to it or you had access to it, what would you do? What event in mm. history would you change? And more importantly, how would you actually change it? Because a lot of people have these grandiose ideas about like ending, you know, the horrible disasters that happen in human history. But how would you actually go about doing it. And so that's what we're here to solve. Last week, Ben uh, brought his problem. This week, I'm going to bring mine, and then next week, we'll do Luke's. But for now, I want to tackle the problem of the Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic. It was a absolute disaster. We got a great flick out of it, but other than that, it wasn't so great. Um, and I feel like if I had a time machine, that would be an event that would be a kind of like a puzzle to kind of solve how to fix mm. Um, and I think that, I think that would be a fun one to tackle. So, so I want to, I want to get into that. Mm-hmm. All right. I've, I've got an idea just straight off the bat, if you don't mind. Yeah, go. Um, so I'm thinking you go back. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the exact date you need to go to, but we want to get global warming going a lot mm-hmm. sooner than it started, you know? Mm-hmm. So fossil fuels, we're going to want to get those cranking out all right we're gonna we're gonna want to put a lot of pollution into the ozone and whatnot get those icebergs melting mm-hmm. if you can see where i'm getting at yep remove the problem entirely yes so that by the time the titanic sets sail mm-hmm. they're just 
going through smooth, uh, probably 40, yeah, 40 to 70 degree water. No problem. Right. They can just sail straight over the pole. Right. Yeah. There will, there'll be no ice at this point. Right. That's really good. I like that. All right, another bonus out of that. Somebody else would likely have already, you know, they would have been solving global warming for us, right? Like now we're looking at it like we got to solve this and our right. kids got to solve this. But if if we had, you know, melted all the ice caps back in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. somebody somebody would have been on top of it by now. Einstein would have been doing something probably. He's yeah, dead right. now and can't help us. Also a bonus, Florida wouldn't even really be a state anymore. That's what I was going to say. New York City, gone. Canada would be way more popping. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yep. Mm -hmm. Michigan. Yeah, imagine if if Henry Ford had been on that. He was not worried about cars, but he was worried about the polar ice caps. Imagine where we'd be now. Probably a different planet, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly. The Model T, more like the Model Spaceship T. Dude, mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that statement. Every man's spaceship, the first affordable spaceship. Mm. Uh, what, if, what if you went back in time and you took uh, one of those Inception machines with you and uh, you go back to the captain's like childhood and you incept him. You've seen Inception, I assume. Mm-hmm. You incept him, and you get, and you you haunt him with this nightmare where an iceberg, a anthropomorphic iceberg, murders his whole family. Ooh. And so, f- so from the from the time that he's a child, he is like on the highest of alerts for icebergs. Like this dude does not miss an iceberg. Um, and so when he's, you know, when it's his time to shine, say he doesn't miss an iceberg, right? Meaning he hits them all. No, no, no. Sorry. He doesn't screw you. Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> he plows through every single one, <laughs> runs them down for vengeance. He doesn't, uh, visually miss them. Okay. Mm-hmm. He spots them all. All right. Because they because he's on, he's on the, on high alert for icebergs. So last week, um, part of part of my solution involved showing people the Bahamas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that my solution for this week would be to do the same thing, but right. for the captain of the ship. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, I know you're scheduled to go to New York, which is like a garbage town compared to the Bahamas. The weather in New York trash compared to the Bahamas. Everybody's going to be stoked if you start going and wind up in a place that is way less rainy and way warmer than where you left from. Mm-hmm. Right. And that way you could also do like a lot more like uh, water skiing and like um, mm-hmm. wakeboarding behind the boat. And mm-hmm. they probably weren't able to do like any of that on the Titanic because no. of how cold the water was. Well, one guy was doing it, but that dude was crazy. Yes, that's... Nutso Jim back there. <laughs> Nutso Jim on his ice surfboard. He was sketching yeah. off the back. They didn't even know he was there. He struck a grappling hook up before they left the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> it was that dude from uh, that Polar uh, Express. movie, Surfs Up. No, not wait. <laughs> is it Surfs Up with the penguin where he he starts out surfing on ice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Ice boards? Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought you were talking about Tom Hanks' character on the Polar Express where he just rides around for free, but it's a big ship instead. Of a for train. free? I thought he was employed by the Polar Express. Yeah, he's also the hobo that lives the on the Polar Express. The whole thing was a nightmare. Wait, he's the hobo? He plays Santa, the hobo, the conductor. He plays like a majority of the yeah, characters in that everybody. movie. I did not know that. Does mm-hmm. a VFX artist react about it? <laughs> check that <laughs> Check that out. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Yeah. yeah, they pretty much, I think they decided that if they were going to pay Tom Hanks anything, he was going to do everything. Like, why well pay anyone else with just using Tom Hanks? The people love him and his face and his voice. Just we have to we have to pay this dude a billion dollars anyway, so why not make him do the whole thing? Right. He did. I mean, he did the kids. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He did. He did. He did. He 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 did the facial mm-hmm. acting for the kids. That's why their faces look old <laughs> and terrifying. That's why the children all look thirty. What um, if? Sorry, go ahead. No, you got it. I was gonna say, what if you just uh, went back? And you had a badge that said boat inspector. And mm. before the ship, before the Titanic is about to take off, like it's doing its final inspections, you're up there and you just kind of go and to somebody, you say, hmm, I feel like there should be more lifeboats. And then someone's okay. like, oh, oh, yeah, you're kind of right. There maybe there should be. And so then, you know, the ship goes down, whatever, but you don't have to worry about people drowning because there's enough lifeboats. Everyone lives. That right. is an interesting point that, uh, you know, that they had lifeboats and people died. There, Those sh- should not both happen, I feel like. Not a lot. That's thing, what, huh? I was just going to say one thing we're not considering is uh, by doing any of this, we're ruining Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Hmm. So yeah. you have to ask yourself at a certain point, is it worth it? Have how dare you, we dare we save those lives and and ruin ruin and ruin a national treasure? Have mm. either one of you seen the movie? Yes. No. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: like, he's okay. Him dying is only like the last like fifteen minutes of the movie. So spoilers. Yeah, Hold up, spoilers, folks. You said he sorry. dies. Yeah. Now I definitely not gonna watch that movie. No point. Um, so like, the whole story still could have happened, but instead of him dying at the end, they actually live happily ever after. So arguably, it might have been a better movie. Hmm. Like the 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 sinking was not what brought these two people together. Well, there was also that time where he painted her naked. Yeah. Right. I think that had something to do with the romantic connection. Mm-hmm. That definitely brings people together. Yep, that's what e- that's what Eden and I did on our first date. Yeah, that's how I met my first wife. Which one of you was naked? It's hard to say. <laughs> you couldn't remember at the end. You couldn't remember who started off naked and who there finished was, there naked. Was, there was just clothes and paint everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a real nightmare, actually. <laughs> it's a personal nightmare. <laughs> Um, what do British people really love? This thing did this thing take off from Britain? Probably. I think it did. I think it, no. Did it take off from New Where, York or no, Britain? I don't. I think it no, was. No, it American. didn't take off from America. It didn't. I thought it was going to America. No, I think it was going to England. 
Why would they go nope, so... It go, it's it was from England to... Okay. France? Were... What? No, they were headed to New York. I thought Listen, so. Uh, why would they take the cold path? Where was that Titanic going? Yeah, from yeah. From Southampton to New York. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, based on the curvature of the Earth, like... If you believe that... Right, if you're right. into that, if you're into that sort of thing. So, British people... What do British people? What do all British people love and need, or they'll tea. die? Tea, exactly. It's tea. What if you got on the boat and just started? You went. You went all Revolutionary War, and then started chucking that stuff nice. overboard. <laughs> you paint up sort of racist like an Indian, and then start throwing all their tea overboard. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Ooh, those American Indians are at it again. We gotta uh, wait another week to get more tea. Maybe mm. you do it right at the beginning." And the mm-hmm. captain's like, what are we going to do? Some American Indian threw all our tea overboard. Now we have no tea. The people are going to die. We got to turn around. Go back. Oh, okay. Okay. No tea. No tea. Yeah. What are you going to do at tea time? Sit around and stare at each other? No, thank can't, you. Not, everybody can't be painting each other naked. Well. That's true. They only had so many oil paints available. Okay, hold on. Maybe maybe it goes exactly as it goes, except we convince everyone to paint each other naked first, so at least everyone has a good time. Mm. Maybe maybe you go back in your time machine uh, to when they invent ships, mm-hmm. and you convince all of them that ships won't float without just a ton of salt on the bottom of them, uh, because you know salt and ice are natural enemies. So... Somehow you get the Titanic, the whole of it, to be coated in salt. So by the time it hits the iceberg, it just kind of just salts right through it, you know? Oh, yeah. Real and slow. And yeah. Just That's crazy. Uh, I, I forget that the oceans were freshwater at that time, at that point in time. No, see, mm-hmm. the all, the oceans are salt water, so they won't be able to extract any of the salt. They are, they're already full. They're salt filled. They won't need to osmosis it off of your boat. You just build a boat out of salt. Salt boat. Ooh. Salt boat. As a backup plan, could you get on the Titanic, tie a rope to the tip, and then the whole front half of the journey, you're rappelling down, sharpening it up. Maybe you got a couple, mm. you got like an angle grinder. Mm-hmm. You got okay. like a couple of battery-powered angle grinders I like out this. there, and you're sharpening up the tip of the Titanic because you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. The, the, the old slice through the ice right. maneuver. Slice through the yeah. ice. And then when the time comes, when they tur- they start turning, but it's already too late, you start turning the other way and start heading directly towards it. The ice yeah. yeah. You say, give it, give it her all, give, give it, give it, give it her all he's, she's got, Scotty. That would be, can you imagine a Star Trek retelling of the Titanic? It's just all Star Trek characters. Playing like the captain, and you've got Scotty there for whatever reason, but he's in charge of like the big engine. I've never like seen it. an ounce of Star Trek. All right, so these are two, these are two uh, genres that Luke cannot marry in his mind. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen either of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if Leonardo DiCaprio was in Star Trek? Though that series would be way different. <laughs> insane a lot more gravitas a lot less a lot british more, a lot more bears a lot more bears just showing <laughs> up <laughs> could you set a bear loose 
it would go after it was done with Leo because you know mm-hmm. it would go straight for him first. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just keep ripping stuff up. Maybe they would have a second thought about. Oh, hold up! I've got it. I've got okay. it. I've got Bring it. it home. Bring it home. This is easy. It's going from England to America. All you got to mm-hmm. do a week before the departure, assassinate the prime minister. And when you, once you've done it, you yell, I did that for America. In the name, <laughs> yeah. All you British people. Mm-hmm. And then you fly away on your drone that you brought with you. Mm-hmm. They don't go to New York anymore because you started World War. Whichever one it was at that point. Who knows? It'd probably, the be, probably be around two at that point. All right. To maybe it was 1912. This was before one. You started World War One, and oh, you started, you started it between the first two different people. <laughs> not that it was not the Germans. Yeah, I think that's it. Assassinate yeah. the prime minister. I guess you don't have to go straight for the prime minister. You could just like maybe wing him. Maybe don't kill mm. him. Maybe just wing yeah. him. Wing him in the shoulder a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could just like while they're building the Titanic. You could uh, join the crew that's working on it, and then just drill a bunch of holes in it. And they're like, <laughs> "That's exactly what it once." Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Once you started saying that, dang it, Ben, you're not. This is the wrong place to drill holes. This is the bottom of the ship. You're like, ah, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Ship's very good. <laughs> and so yeah, you're saying I it was, never takes off. I was thinking, no. Well, it maybe sets sail and makes it like twenty-five yards. And yeah, everyone they, can swim back. Or they just postpone it a little bit. Because this was April. You give it till June to start, and I bet, you know, maybe it's a little yeah. warmer. Well, if you, you did it sneakily, get involved. Then the Titanic, the whole story of the Titanic happens where it's like an unsinkable ship, but instead it just sinks right there. Yeah. You have to drill enough holes that there's not enough fingers aboard to fill them, though. Right. You don't want a bunch. Of, you don't want a bunch of Dutch boys down there sticking their fingers in the holes just to keep the ship afloat. Do you guys know what I'm referencing when I say yeah, that? Yeah, okay. damn. You looked at me like maybe that was a crazy thing to say. I think we got it. Yeah, I think we killed the prime minister. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, folks, on that uh, note, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. Uh, if you would like, you can follow us on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast, or you can email us at nickelparktours at gmail.com. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. And thanks to AMF for having us on the network. We appreciate it. Please tell your friends and family about us. Until next time, I'm Luke. I'm Joshua. And I am Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.